You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a Realtor can help answer. Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Grammar Girl here. Today, Julie Wildhaber, who trains writers and editors at Yahoo, will explain what it means when people tell writers to find their voice, and also how to understand the difference between voice and tone in writing. Voice is the distinct personality, style, or point of view of a piece of writing or any other creative work. Voice is what Simon Cowell is talking about when he tells American Idol contestants to make a song their own and not just do a note-for-note karaoke version. Many musicians have played the Star-Spangled Banner, for instance, but there's a world of difference between the Boston Pops performance and Jimi Hendrix's, even though the basic melody is the same. In writing, the New York Times and the New York Post may cover the same story, but their headlines are likely to be quite different. For example, when Ike Turner died, the New York Times had a straightforward headline. Ike Turner, musician and songwriter in duo with Tina Turner, dies at 76. Whereas the New York Post went for a bad pun. Ike beats Tina to death. but um bump Voice is important because your writing should have as much personality as you do. You've read things that seem to have been written by committee, and it's not a fun experience. A strong voice helps you make every word count, establishes consistency across your website or body of work, and most important, helps you grab your reader's attention and establish a relationship with them. You probably have a short list of writers you'll read no matter what their subject, because you like their style. And other writers you can't stand because they sound snarky or condescending or otherwise unappealing to you. So how do you discover and develop your voice? Start by thinking about these three things. First, what do you want to communicate about yourself or if you're writing for a business, about the company brand. If you asked your readers to describe your copy with a few adjectives, which words would you want them to choose? The second thing to think about is the purpose of what you're writing. Should your voice be different for an obituary than for a movie review? Probably. Do you want to inform, entertain, or motivate your readers to take action? And the third thing to think about is your target audience. Are you writing for kids, professional investors, soccer fans from around the world? As you think about each of those factors, scribble down adjectives that might apply to your voice. If you get stuck, consider some qualities you don't want to convey, such as long-winded or snoozeworthy or arrogant. Consider your peers and competitors, too. How will your voice be distinct from theirs? 
When you have a substantial list, start to prune. Delete any descriptors that seem secondary in importance, and see if you can make any words more specific. Many writers might describe their voices as conversational, for example, but there's a big difference between conversational on a celebrity gossip site and conversational on a bank site. Boil your list down to four or five essential descriptors. The next step is to translate those voice characteristics into writing mechanics. Voice may affect your word choice, sentence and story structure, and even your punctuation. For example, if you're writing about fashion for tween girls and you want your voice to be fun, trendy, upbeat, and accessible, then you may want to keep your vocabulary at an eighth grade level, but allow slang and even some made-up words for freshness. You might want to set an attention span appropriate word count. Keep it short. And punctuation marks that some people consider too casual, such as exclamation points and ellipsis, maybe are okay in moderation. The important thing is to create some writing do's and don'ts specific to your voice. There are a few elements to be careful about. Jargon, culture-specific references, and humor. If you're speaking to a highly specific readership, like tech fans or grammar geeks, then it may not only be necessary, but expected that you'll use insider terminology, like cloud computing or non-restrictive clause. But generally speaking, the more diverse your audience, the more you should strive for clarity and simplicity, and avoid slang, humor that might be misconstrued, and culture-specific references. For instance, baseball-derived slang like Bush League and batting average, may be Greek to anyone not from the United States. One more thing. Some of you may be wondering what the difference is between voice and tone. You could consider tone a subset of voice. If voice is the personality of a story, then tone is the mood. Although lots of writers could describe their voice as funny, the mood of their individual pieces could be dark or biting or silly or sarcastic. A strong, well-defined voice is the bridge between you and your audience. It helps your readers understand who you are, and it helps you engage them and keep them coming back for more. Take 20 minutes to define your voice, and you'll never sound like bad karaoke or committee writing again. This podcast was written by Julie Wildhaber, one of the minds behind the new book, The Yahoo Style Guide. If you like what you heard here, check out The Yahoo Style Guide on sale July 6th, or visit styleguide.yahoo.com. And I'm Mignon Fogarty, author of the Grammar Devotional, short, fun grammar tips you could read at the beach. And now I have the first two winners of the Tell Someone About Grammar Girl contest. This section's a little longer than normal, so you can skip to the end if you want, but I still have six winners to choose, so you may want to listen closely to hear how you could win. I'd like your help introducing new people to the podcast or website. So all you have to do is tell someone about Grammar Girl stuff and then send an email with your story to contest at quickanddirtytips.com. Make it a good story to win. Winner number one, Nicole H., works at a university writing center and told me about a bright but difficult student named Robin who none of the tutors seemed to be able to help. Finally, Nicole sent Robin to the Grammar Girl website, and everything turned around. Robin seemed to thrive with a reliable website she could consult in off hours, and future tutoring sessions went much more smoothly. Winner number two, Lori F., listens to Grammar Girl podcasts while she does her job delivering baked goods 
And she also has a fourth grade daughter who kept coming home with corrections on her papers that mm, didn't match the information Lori was hearing in the podcast. So Lori tactfully and politely corrected the teacher and gave her a copy of a Grammar Girl book as an end-of-year gift. Now the teacher is using Grammar Girl materials in class. See, you can do that, and it really helps people. Introduce someone to Grammar Girl and send your story to contest at quickanddirtytips.com to be entered to win a hardback copy of Brandon Sanderson's best-selling book, Mistborn, The Final Empire. That's all. Thanks for listening. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. To move closer to family, live within a smaller budget, or just wanting a change of scenery. Whatever your reasons, having to figure out all the various housing market trends in your area may not be what you signed up for. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in. Realtors have the expertise to help you find the right price and navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. That's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors.